0: Alright, our opening topic, the Shaggy defense is a legal strategy where an accused defendant adamantly denies doing something despite an overwhelming amount of evidence saying they did do it. This is from the 2000 hit reggae song, It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. The song is about a man who is caught being unfaithful to his girlfriend and the girlfriend catches him in the act, but Shaggy denies it was him. The lyrics include, she caught me on the sofa, it wasn't me. She caught me on the counter, it wasn't me. She even caught me on camera, it wasn't me. So my shaggy defense story was when I was a sysadmin and one of the company owners came up to me and asked me to pull the internet browsing history for a particular employee. Now, I personally did not care if you surfed Reddit or YouTube on a work computer, Just I just had two rules. Number one, don't congest my network. And number two, don't download any malware. This employee always had his or her office door shut, and when someone would come in, he or she would minimize the windows immediately, so that was a little bit suspicious. Turns out he or she was surfing Match.com on company time, and despite the overwhelming amount of evidence presented, that person denied the claims and maintained their innocence throughout the investigation. I clearly had the internet browsing history complete with logs and timestamps, but... They just denied that it was them or they were doing it. The other one would be when I had users claiming to be working from home, but not seeing any logins in the VPN logs. Do you guys have any shaggy defense stories?
1: I I do. So many, many years ago when I worked at my previous two, three companies ago, uh, HR representative came down to my office and said, hey... Um, we need to uh, collect the logs from this one PC and all the um, internet logs um, that this person is doing on the internet. And uh, it was, uh, and it's one of those things that you finally, you collected all the information, all the logs from the, the, the proxies and the internet browsers and whatnot. And uh, we took this person in and they said, nope, not not me. And And I remember having to print this out and it was like, over a ream of paper and just presenting this to HR and they kind of sat there and they laughed and they went, so you didn't go to www.xyz.com du- you know, no you didn't go to, and it was like log timestamp, this is, okay so we have your your ID logged into this computer and there's correlating data, and the guy was like, nope, was it me, was it me and it was like, no stinking way, and I sat there I was like this guy had a stone straight face and denied every bit, and and I, I guess it just comes down to like, hey, if you deny it, you didn't do it, and they, they have to go through the proof. But I tell you what, that was, you know, five was it? How much is, how much paper is in a ream of in a ream? Five hundred pages? Five hundred sheets? Right? Yeah, five hundred sheets. It was over five hundred sheets of, of of evidence of what this person was doing. So that's my it wasn't me. And that was the first time I learned, don't implicate yourself. Just say, it wasn't me. So
2: So I I have one, but it was actually me. It was back in high school. (laughs) And uh, this is like early on. This is like early 90s. And there's really no no concept of like role-based access control or anything like that. And I I was kind of shoulder surfing. And I caught the science teacher typing in his password, right? And I was like, all right, cool. And I can play on the computer. Computers fascinate me. And then I was like, oh, look at this. There's a grade book. And then I was like, wait a second. I'm going to start up the whole like changing grades for profit, right? So I was uh, going around and uh, taking 20 bucks to change people's letter grades and whatnot. And uh, I got called into the vice principal's office. They're like, Brian, uh, we know you've been changing grades. And I'm like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? I mean? They're like, number one, you're the only person around here that remotely knows anything about computers. And then two, we enabled like double entry, which means we can see deltas of, of changes. And you, it was you—you you changed your grades for yourself, uh, another girl, and a, a couple other kids at school. And they're like, they, they all had Fs. Like, you know, you're—it's it's blatantly obvious. It's you. I'm like, it wasn't me. I'm gonna tell you. He says, well, we have to suspend you. Um, I'm like, well, you know, whatever. I was like, I, I don't really care. Go for it. And previous into this, the first thing I had done was uh, we had like these, you used to have like these blue slips that you had to bring in. They have like your parents' contact information and stuff like that. And I learned that if I just filled that out myself and I signed it myself and kept a copy, then when they would do like the whole, like, hey, Brian's getting checked out of school earlier, verified the signature, it was was still my thing. Like they had no idea, right? (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, cool. I'm like, I'll take the rest of the day off in a couple more days. And so the the next uh, following couple of days, I would just, uh, uh, go, you know, wake up, go to school, wait for my parents to leave and come back home and sleep and then check the mail. And I, I found the, 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 the letter that I was suspended and, and all this good stuff. So, and tore it up before they even saw, it. they had no idea. But the, uh, the, the funniest part of this thing was like, they told me how they caught me, right? With the double injuries. I'm like, well, this is not a, this is like a, a no brainer. I'll just, now I know change it in two spots that way I'm okay. And then, uh, then it kind of lit a fuel under my butt and I was like. Well, the science teacher started like locking his door. He changed his password, but Homeboy literally uh put in the yearbook um the list of all of his cat names and they were all galaxy names. And the first one happened to be the cat's name, it was his original password. So the next password oh. was in. So boom, I was in. <laughs> but I still had like, a the code. Yeah, I, I still had a physical security issue because he's locking the door. And I had discovered that uh, in the science room, they were like these windows up high, kind of, and they were adjacent to the gymnasium um, next door. And what I did is I, I kind of broke the seal just a little bit on Saturday mornings. I'd, I'd shimmy up the wall, crawling through the window, and the next thing you know, it was on. I had hours of play. I like I was changing genders before it was even cool, right? Like Everybody in the entire school was like whatever. <laughs> they had diseases. I put everyone on free lunch. I had a good old time. They never caught me, but nonetheless so there Let's you go hope
0: the statute of limitations has expired before someone listens to this podcast oh yeah yeah, yeah we're good
2: nice. and then i passed the knowledge on to my little brother and then his his age group had a lot of fun with it as well
1: nice This reminds me of that one commercial, right? It's uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher on Cheetos. And she's sitting there and she's got orange lips. And she's like, it it wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) That's every time I think about that Shaggy song, I think of that commercial. So I thought that was pretty clever.
2: Wasn't me. There was a guy uh, at one of my jobs. The only reason why we even had a URL filtering policy in place is because he was actively browsing pornography at work. And they came up to him and he didn't have the shaggy defense. He's like, yeah, I'm doing that. He's like, if you don't want me to do it, then don't like, then block me. I don't know what to tell you. And they're like, well, no, you can't do it. He's like, I don't care. I'm gonna keep doing it until you start blocking me. <laughs> so <laughs> the the whole concept of content filtering became, uh, came up because of one dude uh, browsing adult content. Go figure.
1: Well, you know, on that same note, the reason why I, I know so much about content filtering was in the previous company Um y- it wasn't the fact that you could stop content uh, based off of the English language, but it's when they started um, spreading out and going towards European languages like Swedish or German or or Russian. And it's like, holy cow, the amount, the iterations, right, that that content filters are able to to manage from that standpoint. It was a big lesson. It was, a, it was eye-opening to me because I had to have been in my mid... Early, early, late twenties, early thirties, and never did I think about that kind of stuff, right? And that that just threw out a different way of having to create the the, uh, the mouse trap, as you would like to say, uh, right, Ryan? Mm-hmm. It's like how many different mouse traps can you build specifically on content? And yeah, this was a an eye opener for me.
2: I had a friend that he was trying to filter stuff out for his teenage son that had a little bit of an addiction to adult content, and uh, the rudimentary controls in place, right? And he found out that his son would start, you know, searching for boobs in Russian, right? Like, he's like, kids are crafty, right? And on your note, um, and I'm curious, either one of you guys know this, but what city in the United States has probably the the largest amount of people that work for content filtering because of, uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Do you guys know what city that would be? Salt largest. Lake City? Yeah, Chris got it. Salt Lake City. Yeah number of return yeah. missionaries that can speak multiple languages do a lot of the content filtering pretty wild huh
1: yeah but i think it goes to say to like what city has the largest amount of porn distribution or porn watchers and i i could have swore there was a there was something out there that said somewhere in that location as well in that midwest is uh the largest distribution of pornography content
2: i never would have expected that. i, I would have thought it'd been like la or something
1: yeah, LA. You would think. Hmm. Yeah, maybe not distribution. Maybe readership <laughs> or viewership. Consumption. Yeah, consumption. <laughs> consumption. There you go. There you go. A oh, nice there